It's All Access with LMU Baseball Head Coach Nathan Choate. I'm your host, Jonathan Grace. Each week, Coach Choate will take Lions behind the scenes with the LMU Baseball program, talk about page magic, and upcoming events with the team. Coach, it's great to have you with us. Good to see you. And today we've got a special guest on the podcast, LMU outfielder Kenny Oyama. Kenny, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. LMU Athletics would like to thank University Credit Union for bringing you today's episode of All Access. University Credit Union is a proud supporter of the Lions family. You can visit your local University Credit Union at ucu.org. Momentum is a huge part of college baseball. Whether it's going on a winning or a losing streak, how you respond as a team to that momentum is crucial to the outcome of your season. With over 60% of the season left, LMU is looking to snap an eight-game losing streak this weekend with a three-game series against the Gonzaga Bulldogs. On the podcast this week, I sit down with LMU baseball head coach Nathan Choate and LMU center fielder Kenny Oyama to talk about responding to a slide, picking guys out of a slump, and routines in college baseball and how they impact your performance. All that and more on this week's episode of All Access. So without further ado, here's my conversation with head coach Nathan Choate and Kenny Oyama. Kenny, I'll start with you. You're a bit of a fan favorite on this team. What's the secret to your charisma? You always seem to be one of the guys that's out there hyping everybody up. Um, I think just being myself, you know, I think that's truly what it is. You know, uh, we got a good team camaraderie. Um, everyone loves each other. Everyone pulls for each other. And, you know, just go out and have fun. You know, after all, we're playing a game, so you got to have fun with it. Absolutely. And I, I kind of want to bring in that charisma to talk about the, the schedule, especially recently. It's been a little bit tough for you guys on a little bit of a, a slide at the moment in this point in the season. How important is keeping that charisma up and keeping the guys motivated in a time like this? Um, it's everything. You know, when baseball is a game of struggles, highs and lows, and as long as you have that team bond, that, you know, closeness with each other, um, you'll make it through. And, you know, that's the situation we're kind of in right now. But, you know, everyone's heads high and, uh, you know, we're just ready for the next pitch. And coach, I'll turn to you and kind of ask you a similar question. You know, how do you as a coach approach kind of picking the guys up uh, from a little bit of a slide at this point in the season? Yeah, you just, you got to stay positive. You got to keep it in perspective. You know, we've talked about adversity. Um, we haven't played very good baseball in the last seven or eight games. Um, that's, that's not a, you know, that's no secret to anybody. Um, so we just got to keep coming to work and, and showing up and, and getting better and keep fighting through it and, that's the only way to do it, right? What are some of the specific things from your end as a coach that you would like to see the team do a little bit differently moving forward, especially into the next series against the Bulldogs? Yeah, I just I would like to see us have a little bit more confidence um, and free it up. I think guys are pressing. You know, one of the things that happens when you have a, a good team chemistry and, and guys that really care a lot, um, when you struggle a little bit, everybody starts pressing. And if one guy struggles and the next guy tries even harder and tries even harder and and, you know, guys are putting some pressure on themselves. And, and Kenny said it early, like at the end of the deal, you just got to remember it's a game. Right. And our guys are trained and they're prepared and we just need to go out there and, and believe in ourselves and have some fun out there. And so I'd really like us this weekend to free it up and, and just start playing LMU baseball again. Do you think it's it's a combination of not only a mindset change, as you were talking about, that needs to take place, but also a change in, in physical play? Yeah, I, I think they're, they go hand in hand. I think sometimes when you press or you don't want to make a mistake or you try too much, that affects the physical aspect as well. So there's no doubt they go hand in hand. You know, um, we were struggling a little bit offensively early in this losing streak. And then, you know, then it affected our pitching staff where our guys feel like you can't give up a run because, 
you know, we're struggling a little bit, a little bit offensively. And then last night against UCLA, I thought offensively we did a pretty good job. We pitched pretty good. Um, we had some defensive miscues. So it just seems like one of those cycles when, when you're struggling and everything seems to be going against you, if it's not one thing or another, and you just got to keep fighting through it, that, that is the only way to get through it. So um, there's definitely a combination of the physical and the mental. Um, but I think we've proven that we can be a good team. We, we are a good team. We have 60% of our season left. Um, so <laughs> there's still a lot of season out there. I think people need to just continue to, to watch and see and, and pass judgment when this season's over. Oh, absolutely. And we've seen what this team is capable of. I mean, the, the beginning of the season was was really pretty electric for you guys. And, you know, just kind of getting a little glimpse of, of what this this team is capable of. So, Kenny, I'll turn to you with, with kind of a similar question as I asked Coach. You know, what do you as a player do, uh, especially as a more veteran player on this team, mindset-wise, to try to keep the guys motivated, keep yourself motivated, and, and maybe change the approach a little bit? Um, I think just uh, taking it one day, one day at a time. Um, you know, you can't really get too high, too low, just try to stay even keel, um, you know, show up at the yard every day with a positive mindset and, uh, you know, just trust the work that we're putting in and, you know, things will turn out positive for us. So coach, you've mentioned this is a team that likes to put pressure on and strike early. And, you know, Kenny is certainly one of the guys that's helped you do this, this season. And in the past couple games, it seems like all in all, the scoring has come down to one or two key frames where your opponent's able to go on a run and then kind of not look back from that end. How important is it to try to keep the bats getting warmed up, especially early, but down the stretch as well to keep them keep them going? Yeah, it, it's really, really important. I mean, to get one guy to take a quality at bat and then pa- pass it on to the next guy and then pass it on to the next guy. Um, you know, playing good baseball is contagious and taking good at bats is contagious and um, so I, I just think, you know, getting our guys to understand that you can only control what you can control and do your job. And, you know, once that you eliminate some of that pressure, I think that it becomes contagious when one guy takes a good at bat. I think last night was a great start. Um, in the first inning, I think we, Kenny started off with a double and, and was aggressive and pushing it into a double. Um, those are the types of things that you do when you start to get out of a funk. So last night was, was pretty important. I thought. And Kenny, what about you, just in regards to the game last night? How important was that for you to come out and, and start swinging early? Um, yeah, I just wanted to come out, um, set the table early, uh, put some pressure on them. And, you know, I got a good pitch to hit. And, uh, you know, my job as a leadoff guy is just to get on for the next guy. And, uh, you know, we executed well. And uh, it was it was good to see the bats heat up a little bit. So. So, Coach, you mentioned a little bit of a losing streak at the moment, but what are some of the positive things that you guys are able to take away uh, from the last couple games, specifically the game against the Bruins last night? You know, I, I thought we were pretty upbeat. I thought we continued to fight. Uh, you know, like I said, we we got down early. We scored, and then we, we gave up a big crooked number, and I thought we answered back the next inning. And so, I, to me, it just shows me that we, we continue to fight. Um, it's, it's hard, you know, when you're struggling, it is really, really hard to stay positive and talk about it and it sounds easy, but it, it's difficult, you know, cause we're all competitive and we want to win. Um, but I, I, the things that we've talked about as a team, um, our guys continue to do. So I'm proud of that. And we just, we need to clean up some of the play. Um, and I think we're, we're starting to get through some of that stuff now. Absolutely. You guys put up five runs in the first two innings against the number 10 team in the country. That's certainly, certainly something to be proud of. 
So Kenny, I'll, I'll turn to you and just, uh, you know, something that I've noticed about your play style and something that, that's really come alive with you in the last couple of years has been your very aggressive base running. Stolen base numbers are, are impressive for you. Six already this season. Is, is that something that, that you really take pride in and want to, or is that just kind of come, comes with the territory with, with all that speed that you have? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's one of our pillars, uh, you know, for our, our foundation is a smart, aggressive base running. And uh, I, I have trust in the work that I put in and uh, trust in my coaches uh, to, you know, to allow me to free up and kind of run the bases as I can. So, Is that kind of a more exciting style of baseball to play for you as well? I've asked coach this question early in the season, but I'm curious to hear from your perspective. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I always look for bags to steal and, no, it's just a mindset of being aggressive, but also smart at the same time. So yeah, I'd say so. What's that mind game like between you and the pitcher to try to get them off of their rhythm and get them out of their groove, but at the same time, you know, advance that next 90 feet to the next bag? I'm just staying within myself. You know, I'm, I've, I've uh, full confidence in myself to steal a bag whenever I can. And uh, it's just about picking pitches correctly and, you know, just being aggressive. So with that aggression, obviously, has to come some restraint. When do you, as a player and a base runner, kind of recognize, okay, maybe this is not the pitch I want to run on. This is a time for me to step back. Um, yeah, that's it's more of a, the mental game, you know, just picking your pitches when you can. Uh, you know, if there's different factors that play into it. You know, good catcher behind the plate, um, certain situations, certain outs, certain uh, pitch counts. But, you know, I, tr- I trust myself and uh, my coaches. And coach, how much do you as a coach uh, and with the rest of your staff kind of communicate with the base runners during uh, during those stances and during those those frames? Do you take a more hands-off approach? Do you kind of direct them through the whole thing? How does that work? Yeah, no, we're, we're pretty involved. You know, Matt Curtis, who runs our offense, um, does a really, really good job on our scouting reports. And like Kenny said, there's a lot of things that factor in who's hitting, where we're at in the lineup, how many outs, the, the catcher all of the, 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 the leg time of the pitcher to the plate. Um, and then, you know, certain guys like Kenny, we, we give him the green light, right? And he's got more experience. And so he's earned that right to have the green light to, to go on his own. Where some of the younger guys, uh, <laughs> they're a little bit more controlled until they, they understand the situations. How much do you think uh, it, it plays a factor having an experienced base runner like Kenny to kind of set the pace for some of the younger guys? No, it's it's crucial. I mean, I think anytime you can look to an older guy and see how it's supposed to be done and see how they do it at a very high level, um, it can kind of pick his brain and ask questions and just watch the game and go, wow, what did he see there? Or, um, you know, he, he just, you know, watch the situations that he decides to go and then kind of get in his ear in the dugout. I think I think that's a that's awesome. And Kenny, how about you as a leader? We'll start to kind of talk about that a little bit more. How important do you feel uh, is it that you set the pace for some of these younger guys and set a good example when it comes to base running? Yeah, uh, like Choate said, it's uh, it's everything, you know, comes with experience. And uh, it's my third, fourth year here. So um, I, I kind of know uh, the ropes a little bit and you know, I've got to help my guys, uh, the younger guys, you know, when I can. And, uh, you know, I've been in their shoes, so I understand where they're at. And thankfully, I had some... Uh, some good uh, base stealers ahead of me uh, in my younger years, like Billy Wilson and Nick Sogard. So they really helped me out a lot. And so I want to move from talking about base running to batting. Uh, you've been batting very consistently this season. Your batting numbers have been pretty ridiculous at, at parts and 361. Uh, currently, as it stands, it's higher than it, it has been on, on season averages in the past. What has been the key to your consistency and just kind of leveling it up each season? Um, you know, one thing that I really uh, wanted to work on was hitting and you know, I, I needed a lot uh, to improve on that a lot. And uh, I feel, 
in the fall, uh, not only me, but everyone else was putting the work in, you know, early work during practice and after. And I really felt that I, the routine that I had was really, really helping me find success. And, you know, I'm just staying within myself and getting my pitches to hit and, you know, finding them when I can. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that routine. If you're, if you're able to share with us, what kind of what that. Um, yeah. So just start off with simple T, um, top hand, bottom hand, couple there, um, start with some straight up front toss, some flips, and then we'll work from the side and, uh, you know, get a couple rounds in there and then finish on, a you know, just straight back to front toss and then go from there. Is it something you've kind of developed over your career as a player in, in high school and specifically in college, or is it something that's kind of subject to change along the way? Um, I think, uh, more so just in college, you know, high school, I was pretty freed up, but, uh, you know, the more you play the college game, you, you learn to get your routines in and, you know, what makes you feel ready for the game. And I kind of sunk in and found in my uh, routine that helps me succeed. So. And how important do you feel that routine is to you as a player, not only to your consistency, but also to, to constantly improving? Um, yeah, you know, there's always room to improve. And, you know, thankfully we have really good hitting coaches to help us out when we're struggling. But I feel like the routines, yeah, just, uh, you know, staying within myself and, yeah, feeling good. And, Coach, kind of on the topic of routines, you know, is this something that you notice with a lot of your players on the team, that they've got a solid routine that they stick to, or does that kind of change for some people over the course of a season? Yeah, I think the the older players have been through it, and so they have, they're better at having routines. Um, sometimes the freshmen, they don't have a great routine and they're trying to, to find what works for them. Um, but yeah, you know, I think Kenny talking about his routine and the success that he's had, I think he also understands the type of player he is now. And I think that comes with experience. I think he really understands who he is as a baseball player and his, his strengths and weaknesses. And um, man, shoot, he's, he's having a great year for us. So. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, how important do you think it is for some of these younger guys to to try to develop a routine uh, sooner rather than later? And, and what does that take from from your end to kind of help them cultivate that routine? Yeah, it's it's critical. Um, you know, we I know like with our pitching staff, we sit down and they write out a routine. And, and just because you start with a routine, it's it's really important to understand that you can tweak it along the way just because you you. you come up with a routine and you start with it and you don't like it doesn't mean you have to keep doing it. You can kind of change some things along the way. Um, you know, our freshmen in about a week or two, they, they should stop being freshmen. They should have set routines. They've been here long enough now um, to understand what it takes to be successful at this level. So yeah, it's, it's really important. I think you know, people talk about baseball players being superstitious, um, really superstitions are routines. If you think about it, like, you know, you have a good game, and then all of a sudden you do the same thing over and over and over again because you're like, hey, I got a hit because I got a Subway sandwich and I'm going to go get the same Subway sandwich. Well, really what that becomes is a routine. You just start doing the same thing over and over again. And there's a level of comfort that comes with that. So, Kenny, I'm curious from from uh, hearing from you on this, are there any things that you do kind of like that, pregame rituals, little things that have become part of the routine? Um, yeah, I think it just starts uh, in the morning when I wake up, you know, kind of eat the same breakfast and uh Go from there, get to the field. I like to get there early, get my swings in. Uh, I think the only superstition I really have is putting my right sock on before my left, and you know, that's about it. Well, it seems to be working for you for sure. We've, we've talked about your base running. We've talked about uh, your performances batting. Uh, let's talk about your fielding for just a second. You're one of the fastest guys on the team, and obviously that helps with stolen bases, but that helps out there in the outfield as well. You had six putouts against BYU on the 19th. 
pretty incredible. How did you develop that that style of play defensively? And, and, you know, is there anything that you are kind of looking forward to out there in the outfield for the rest of the season? Um, I think it's just instinctual and like knowing who I am as a player. Um, you know, I have a little bit of speed, so I want to help my uh, pitchers out any way I can. So <laughs> I think a little bit of speed is is very modest of you. And coach, you know, how important is it to have someone not only with the skill and the accuracy, but also with uh, with the ability to get on the horse out there in the outfield like Kenny? Anytime you build a baseball team, you got to be strong up the middle, you know, you, in, and obviously in center field. And um, Kenny does a great job, you know, manning center field and any ball that goes up, I feel like he's going to catch it. So sometimes with expectation, you know, <laughs> when he doesn't catch it, he kind of gets a look sometimes where other guys aren't even close to that ball. But uh, because he gets to so many balls like that, you just you expect him to catch everything. And sometimes when a ball falls, you're a little shocked because, he, you know, he normally just gets to everything. So, Well, Coach, he's kind of floated around the outfield just a little bit. You know, how has that process been? Is it something that you guys have worked on together? Is it, you know, just kind of finding those strengths for Kenny as a player? You know, he played in left field last year at the beginning of the year, and he did a really good job, obviously, at LMU with with the wall and the monster. It's pretty tricky to play left field here, um, and so I think it's an advantage, and I thought he always did a great job playing left field here, and so I liked him in left. And then uh, we had an injury, and we ended up moving him to center last year, and shoot, he really played a really good center field. And I remember this fall asking him, like, hey, do you like center or, or left better? And he looked at me, and he goes, I want to start in center. That's 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 the role that I want to earn. And so and he has earned that. Well, Kenny, I'd love to hear kind of on the same topic from from your perspective. How was that, you know, process going from playing those different spots in the outfield from, you know, behind the big blue monster now into into center field? Um, I think it's just knowing my roles. You know, I came in as a freshman, had to earn my way uh, onto the field. You know, I, I took advantage of it, you know, played my butt off and uh, you know, eventually found my way in the center. So. We've asked some of the older guys uh, that have come on the podcast this question, but how would you describe your style as a leader? What do you do to kind of pick the younger guys up and, and you know, and build that relationship as a leader? Um, bring energy, you know, uh, lead by example. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a huge vocal guy, so got to lead by example and, uh, you know, picking up my guys when they're down, you know, and just enjoying every moment that I can because, you know, baseball never lasts forever, so. So let's say you, you see some of the younger guys, you know, struggling in an area here or there and something that you feel like you could really help with. How does that conversation go? What do you do to, to pick them up? Um, kind of just run them through, you know, experiences I've had possibly, um, you know, and helping them make those adjustments to help them succeed. So, so Coach, um, we'll, we'll turn to you now, kind of looking forward to this, this series against Gonzaga, another good uh, WCC team. What's the game plan going, in, uh, going into the series? Well, number one, we had a really good day of training today. I just I thought guys were upbeat. They responded. Um, we got a lot of good quality work in. We need to do the same thing tomorrow. And then, you know, like I said, going into Friday, guys having the right mindset that it's an opportunity, right, to go out there and play baseball. And I think keeping things in perspective, you know, sometimes they want to be so good. They put so much pressure on themselves. Like, we have to win. We have to do this just kind of keep it in perspective that a year ago at this time, nobody was playing baseball, right? And, and they would have given anything to play. Um, so just, you know, playing, having fun, playing for each other and just kind of pouring themselves into each other and, and enjoying the game Friday night. So. And you mentioned that good day of training, you know, what in your eyes made it, made it such a successful day? I just thought the outlook of the guys, the energy, the bounce in their step, um, the willingness and understanding to know that, Hey, 
you know, we played Monday and Tuesday, right? Guys are tired. They're on their feet a lot. Um, but there was energy because we, we have work to do, right? And, and we needed to, to address some things and get better in some areas. And I felt like we did that. So number one thing is I think the way that they came to the yard and then the way they executed the drills, um, I was pretty pleased with it. As a head coach, you know, can you start to feel a team, you know, either go onto a slide or start to go on a little bit of run? And, and when that shift happens, are you able to kind of get a good sense of, of when that shift is about to occur? Uh, yeah, you you get a sense for your team when you're starting to struggle a little bit. I mean, there's no question. I think you get a sense when they're starting to come out of it. Um, you know, it happens every year, every season that I've ever coached. I've had a team, even as an assistant and been a part of it. Um, you go through a, a series of games like this. Um, I'm sure glad it's now and not the last 10 or 15 games, right? And so kind of get this thing out of the way. But yeah, I don't think there's any question. You get a sense that guys are starting to press a little bit. It's not not panic or anything like that. Guys are just, they're trying too hard. Um, they just want to be successful so badly. And I think sometimes you forget to just trust your training and that you are prepared and go out there and just play a game because it is just a game at the end of the day. How do you as a head coach start to remind the guys to kind of settle back into the rhythm and, and kind of mitigate some of that ambition? Yeah, you, you talk about it. You try to, to have different discussions one-on-one um, -on -one as a group. Um, just like in life, you know, sometimes people will tell you, hey, you shouldn't be upset over something, right? And just because they tell you you shouldn't be upset and you acknowledge to yourself you, you shouldn't be upset, well, sometimes it's really hard to do, right? And so acknowledging that they shouldn't be putting pressure on themselves, understanding that they're putting pressure, um, and then actually doing it and freeing yourself up, those are two, two completely different things. And so um, you know, when you're feeling good about yourself in life, you feel like you can do anything. And this is just in general, not just in sports, but just in life. When you feel good and you're having a good day, life is great, right? And when you're struggling and, and, and life's got you down and things are heavy on your shoulders, you know, it's just sometimes it's a challenge just to get up and keep moving forward. And so that has been the biggest message is sometimes you just got to continue to keep moving forward, keep your head up, keep working. And eventually you'll look up and you're, and you're out of your little funk. So. And Kenny, kind of same question to you, you know, what do you tell some of the younger guys and even some of your, your peers who are also veteran players on the team, uh, you know, to try to, to build them back up or when you see them trying to kind of overextend? Um, you know, just stay within yourself, stay positive. You know, you can't stay in a funk forever. So um, just like Chote said, trust the work that you put in and, you know, baseball happens. Well, Kenny, we've talked about a lot of different aspects of your play, and we've talked a little bit about your batting, but you've kind of floated between some different spots on the batting lineup uh, throughout your time at LMU, and you're, you're right at the top now. You know, is, is there a spot in the lineup that you like to play more, or you know, are you pretty happy where you are right now? Um, I just want to be on the field, you know. I'm a baseball player, and I'll take a, every opportunity that I can to be on that field. So uh, I don't really have a preference, but, you know, whatever is working is working, so. Do you find that your spot in lineup right now kind of leading the way is, is working for you at the moment? I would say so, yeah. You know, just keep on keeping on. So, And I got to ask about your number. So you're wearing number one on the jersey. Is there a story behind that? Why uh, why number one is is what you wear? Um, I think it was the smallest jersey size available. So, no, I'm not the biggest guy. So I'll take whatever I can get. Well, there you go. Well, gentlemen, a pleasure as always to talk to you. Thank you so much. And best of luck in the, the upcoming series against the Bulldogs. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jonathan. You betcha. If you want to stay up to date with all things LMU baseball, you can follow at LMU Lions BSB on Instagram and Twitter to see what the Lions are up to this season. 
You can also get an exclusive look into the LMU baseball program by listening in right here on 88.9 FM KXLU each Tuesday at 6 p.m. Or by visiting lmulions.com slash podcasts to relive each episode anytime. Before we sign off today, we'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Thank you to the LMU baseball team and head coach Nathan Choate for always allowing us to bring you this podcast each and every week. And a huge thanks to Kenny Oyama for joining us on the podcast today. Our KXLU station manager is Lydia Amasso, and our executive producers are Mike and Alexis Harris. And Lions, thank you for joining us for All Access with Nathan Choate. Join us next week as Coach Choate continues to take you behind the scenes with the LMU baseball program. I've been your host, Jonathan Grace. Until next time, have a great week, and go Lions!